Hello, and welcome to Parade of Dicks. I am your hostess, Lucy Buttons, here with my co-producer, John L. Hello. Hello. You really do most of the work. I do. Well, yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm kind of awesome. You are. Thank you for doing all the work. You're very welcome. I appreciate your appreciation. (laughs) What have you been up to? How was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was um, simple and very relaxing. Um, I'm happy to report I've been sleeping a lot. Okay. I've been trying to get six and seven hours of sleep for the past week. I've I've did like eight over the weekend. It was great. I all I usually average around four. Yeah. So this is a good thing. I only had a very quick pre Thanksgiving lunch with a few friends. Uh with a few office friends. Like we met up at noon, had lunch in the city. Okay. And then Out? Out. Where'd you go? Uh fuck it. Some restaurant in the East Village. Okay. It's very simple. Uh, and then we went to... Uh, how many heads do people have now if you're getting full night's sleep? How many what? Heads. Because when you're running on three or four hours of sleep for months on end, I assume people have multiple heads. No, everything is normal. I'm just very efficient. I'm tiny. Is it better now? I think... What's I, different? I'm actually a lot slower now with more rest. That's usually the problem when I get more yeah. rest. I get more sluggish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this way, it's not as bad. That's why I'm like this. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, but uh, work I give is... a good slow burn because I sleep about nine hours a night. <laughs> I, I think in the long run, it's better for regenerative skills. But that's why I just don't try to, I try not to damage my body a lot. So I don't need as much sleep. Yeah, but uh, you're working out now. A, a very little. Um, I do a bunch of kettlebell squats. I do the kettlebell pullovers and then rollovers. And then I do a bunch of um, kettlebell swings. And then the round the world your waist. And that's it. It's like a 12-minute workout day. It's easy. I do it like while I'm in a meeting. So I'm not like screaming at people because of their stupidity. Maybe you could add three minutes of jumping jacks. Yeah, we'll try to do that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, nothing. So I had a, a, a lunch with old coworkers and I had uh, a, an actual small and intimate Thanksgiving with one of my very few Filipina friends, friends, like our grad school group of people out in Williamsburg. Very quick because everybody had like another dinner after. Sure. I was done by like 5.30. I was back here. I was watching. What are you grateful for? You know what? To be honest, I'm not. Like the world's you're bitter. Kind of. No, it's not bitter. We're it's just like two bitter bitches. It's more of like I am not. I I've always been. Um, I've always had a, a, a very high standards in terms of the work that I produce, the people that I'm around, uh, the things that I give. But now I am. I'm just trying to implement a higher standards of contentment. I'm I'm too chill. I'm too happy with whatever that I have. Yeah. You know, I get You're little, too grateful. I'm content. Not grateful is like a, it's a very very different world than content. I'm okay. I'm happy. But to be thankful is something to it's more of like a gift. You're given something beyond of what you're supposed to be given. No, right? it's just being grateful for what you have. Yeah, I'm grateful too. I'm content with what they have, but um Most people don't have shit and they're I'm, still grateful, but they're happier. If the more grateful you are, the more gratitude you experience on a regular basis, mm-hmm. the happier you'll just be a happier person. That's true. Doesn't mean you have more money or more mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
cameras in your case or whatever. I always say, and it doesn't have to be uh, Thanksgiving, but any new conversation with any new person that I have, I always say that I might be unlucky with a lot of things, but the two things I'm extremely lucky with are friends and family. There you go. So I get, and we're playing with our cat. Um, but yeah, so that's that was my Thanksgiving. Okay. Your Thanksgiving. Yeah. Was not of this town. It was not. I went to Jamaica for Thanksgiving. Somebody brought you to Jamaica. Yeah, the old, old guy. guy <laughs> brought you to Jamaica. So he brought you he to Lisbon. Uh-huh. Feeds you. Uh-huh. Tries to make you come. Supports you. He did make you. me come. Oh, he did? Good. He did. In Lisbon? In, well, in general. Yeah. In general, he... Yeah, he makes me come most of the time. Most of the time. He Which su- is better than most men. There you go. Especially with my record. Ah. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. And Sorry. then you, he supports and assists you in your shows. Uh-huh. And now takes you to Jamaica. Yeah. How many times did you let him bang your butt this, this the past few days? No times in the butt. Oh, okay. He did play with it a little bit, but mm, he's not into plays. anal. Okay. All right. Thankfully. But you're not asking the important question. Are you married yet? Oh, my God. That is not the important question. (laughs) How was it? Okay. Uh, It was kind of not great. After that preamble of all of the things that I've said that he's done. He is sweet. He is kind. He is supportive of my art. Um, he just like gets it. We have great banter with each other. We both dance and we like jazz and vintage things. And like, he's into my cat. He's so sweet to my cat. Mm -hmm. He brought her a laser pointer and treats one day. And he, he welcomed her into his home. We did like a sleepover Mm -hmm. a few weeks ago to see how it would go because I can't stay over there because of my cat. Mm -hmm. Um, she rebels and pisses outside the litter box when I do that. And he has a roommate since he got his place in Lisbon mm-hmm. that he was supposed to be spending half of his time at. So his roommate was cat sitting for me while we were in Jamaica. Uh-huh. He bought the litter box, the litter, oh. the cat food, the cat bowls, which were pink with little whiskers on it. He went above and beyond and did all the things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... But the day before we were leaving, so Thanksgiving, obviously, on a Thursday, mm-hmm. Wednesday, I went to his house in the morning. I took a cab to his house that he got me God with the it. cat, with my bags. I had so many bags, even though I was only going with like a carry on and whatever. But we were going dancing the night before and I had to have the cat and, you know, all the cat stuff. So I take the cab over there. And I drop the cat off and I go to work for a few hours. And while and then I was going to spend that night with him because our flight was at like 8 a.m. So we were going to go to Newark Airport from Mm -hmm. his apartment on the Upper West Side at like six. So it just made sense for me to stay there. Right. So the day before one of his air quotes friends calls him. And. Felt the need. He had listened to the new episode of our podcast. Okay. The one that dropped that day, mm-hmm. which you called um, uh, constructive criticism. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the weekend before had not been great. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we talked about it on the pod that he was, you know, receptive to it. Yeah. Totally receptive mm-hmm. to it. But his friend, the way his friend interpreted, having never met me, it's not a friend from here. 
listen to one episode, whereas the roommates listen to all of the ones about him and probably oh, some so, of the other ones. So he has no frame of reference for how I speak or how I express myself mm-hmm. or the fact that this is, in fact, a dating comedy podcast. Yeah. So, like, I try... Wait, how did this friend find out about the podcast? Has this friend always known? I No, I guess the old guy told him, which okay. I was also like, why would you tell him that? Like, give him my real name. You don't say... I said, if you want to brag to your friends, send him a photo of me or my Instagram, right? Yeah. Because that, all of that, they can see my ass. You can be like, I'm tapping that or whatever men mm-hmm. do. You know what I mean? If that was the purpose oh, yeah, do of that. it. We respect your... Sure you, do. So sure you much. do. We all treat you guys with utmost respect, respect and reverence. I don't know why he told him this, but he did. And this is like one of his old like Navy friends or whatever. Okay. Now, for all the listeners, whether this is the first and only <laughs> podcast you're <laughs> listening to or you've been following along. In the past, I have sometimes dated people for short amounts of time before I tell them that I have a podcast. Mm-hmm. The old guy knows Lucy Buttons before he knew the real me. For I actually introduced hit myself with my real muggle name on our first date because I wanted to make it clear that they're like two separate mm-hmm. things. And granted, there's a ton of overlap. I'm not going to say that there's not, but there are some differences mm-hmm. as well because I am a performer and an entertainer. The whole purpose of my Instagram, my Facebook, certainly my Twitter, Um, all that stuff. And this podcast is to be entertaining. Yeah. Hopefully funny. Hopefully share some thoughts. But what you and I do, I feel like now more so because we haven't had guests in a long time. Mm -hmm. We're analyzing the process of dating and looking for someone in this The people that we are seeing, the things that we do to them, they do to us. Yeah. And like we can't, you sometimes, both of us actually mm-hmm. have been too filtered sometimes and we kind of yell at each other because yeah. it only works if it's fully out mm-hmm. there, right? So in this case, this guy knew that going into the relationship mm-hmm. fully. Yeah. I asked him what he was okay with. He chose the name, the old guy. Some of my friends who are his same age have mm-hmm. been like, I'm the same age as him. I'm like, I'm not saying he's an old guy. He's just the oldest guy I've ever yeah. dated. Yeah. Um, we, we workshopped, you know, Silver we, Fox didn't work. Yep. And tall he, guy wasn't. Yeah, know. it wasn't specific enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and his job is too, like, random mm-hmm. to, to be specific. So, anyway. Um, he knew going into this that I had this. I asked him what he was comfortable with me talking about. And he agreed that that, that I'm fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. And that the only way that this <laughs> podcast works is if you share the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. He also said he didn't want to listen to it. Because knowing someone, like we went through this with Google, right? Like knowing he listens to the pod, like after mm-hmm. the fact, can skew it a little bit. Yeah. Or you're like more cautious. Anyone could find this podcast. My mom could find it. Your mom could yeah. find it. Like it's out there. And that is part of our reality exactly. now that we've done it. We don't actively promote it to the people that we are seeing or want to see. But, but if we they, don't hide it. But we, yeah, exactly. Again, it's kind of like that's what honesty is. It's a portion of reality and we don't have to publicize it. We don't have to promote it. But if you have enough interest, hopefully you understand that these are not necessarily exaggerated, but exacerbated stories that we've we're, gone through. We're pulling, right. And yeah. the same way that when you tell your friends or your family about a person you're dating, no one's getting the full story 100%. other than the two people involved. Yep. And I think, you know, the, the, 
the reason why it's compelling to the listeners we do have is because we share our emotions. Mm -hmm. It's funny. It's raw. And I think listeners are smart and they can discern the difference between like, it's funniest when I'm fucking angry and I had a terrible date and I'm like, Janelle, we got to get on the podcast because <laughs> I just rant and rave and I'm good at that. Yeah. And it's funny usually, yeah. um, or at least entertaining. It's not, I, if I only told the highlights, that's not entertaining. No, no one watches a movie like that. There's got to be a little drama. And then what happens? What happens? We, we, we had the bad sex last week. So now what happened in Jamaica? Was it great? Was it terrible? Mm -hmm. You know, people want to fucking find out. I want to know what happened with your people. Like, that's part of the thing. And then on top of that, people who have actually been listening and know me um, know that I have PMDD. I have complex PTSD mm -hmm. um, and a string of abusive relationships, which also affects how I interact with people and all of those things. So. When you're listening to this, like, please don't think I'm just being a dickhead and not telling him. But what he decided was he didn't want to listen to it. He knows I have it. Yeah. He knows who I am. He knows what it's about. He knows I have to share everything about our sex life and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't have that public platform. Your interpreted version of what you guys do. Right. Which is your thing. But the thing that the, the things that you do both together, it's much more real. Right. You know, this is reality, too. But there's a different reality when you are both together. Yes, you had sex. Yes, right. you had gone, but this isn't a, a reality exactly. show where it's like scripted. Yeah, we're we are just thinking we are. We are. Yeah, we are. We're analyzing. Yeah. We, yeah. We are reflecting we're like about scientists yeah. of our own dating shit. We are. And we're growing in this process. Like mm -hmm. you and I have changed so much. So anyway. All this to say, that's what the podcast is. And his friend, having only listened to one episode, called him up and decided to be like, you don't know who you're dating. Hmm. And this is what's really going on. So he told him, let's give you the highlights. He told him that I don't find him attractive. Wait, how, how did you find out? That the, so Okay, so I went to work. Okay. I went to work. My cat is at his house. Mm -hmm. We're leaving for Jamaica at 8 a.m. the next day. Mm -hmm. And about 3 p.m., I get a text message from him telling me that his friend called him up, told him about the podcast, nothing too bad. And he's like, but were you swiping on, were you on Bumble when you were on the couch next to me? Like while I'm at your house in Brooklyn. Oh. And I was like, or well, he said hinge first. And I was like, no, I haven't been on hinge for a long time. Cause I wanted to be really specific because I wanted to just have the conversation in person. Mm -hmm. I've learned that I'm um, communicating this way is bad. So that was one of the things mm -hmm. he said. Now, Yes, I have been on Bumble, but I haven't been swiping on Bumble. Jesus Christ, I'm not a fucking animal. I check my stuff in the morning. I check my Instagram. Mm -hmm. I check my Facebook. I check my other Instagram. I check my other Facebook. <laughs> I just check your socials in the yeah. morning. You death scroll for a while. You get distracted by puppies and pimple popping and disgusting you, dental stuff lately. You still got gajillion messages from all the other apps too so it's like yeah it's just an app yes. it's so a notification it's, it's the same way that like we mindlessly check our apps when there's nothing fucking there mm -hmm. I then i still the mindlessly check um bumble sometimes yeah. hinge i got kicked off of we talked about that twice actually i went back See, it's weird i'm on hinge but i got kicked out of bumble oh why'd you get kicked off of bumble? so possibly one of one of the people that i've seen just reported it Oh, yeah. So sure. So, okay. So he told him that and then he asked me that and I was like, no, but I didn't want to like get into the explanation via text. I'm like, I'm headed back there shortly. I'll see you soon. I was supposed to go out for drinks with my coworker was going to do other things. I'm like, let me get back there. I walked in there so fucking anxious 
about what this conversation was going to be. I felt like a child that was Mm -hmm. about to get scolded and I was sure he was going to dump me Mm. and Jamaica was off. And you're texting me like, you're going to be engaged in a few days. And I'm like, no, dude, like I'm not going to Jamaica. (laughs) This shit is done. So he told him I didn't find him attractive. Kind of true. It is kind of true. Okay, let me be more specific about this. There are lots of different body types. Exactly. People tend to be attracted to one specific body type. I'm not that specific. I've dated short. He's the, probably the tallest mm-hmm. guy I've ever dated. I've dated skinny guys that were too skinny for me, which he kind of falls mm-hmm. into that category. I've dated muscle heads, and I've dated chubby guys. Mm-hmm. So, And I've dated men of all different races, and um you know hair colors and all that stuff i don't have like a very specific thing um so what i had said and again this is like for comedic effect you would say it in the harshest way right yeah. his body is gross yeah but the way i would say it to him is like and this is what i had told him before mm-hmm. which was you're not the guy i would pick out of the room exactly but that's the point is like he, despite that right yeah, he despite that, exactly. I said on the podcast he was an eight out of ten and, for me. And we've always perfect for me. We've always talked about it. He's really probably it. an eight point two or an eight point three, maybe an eight point four, depending on the day. Oh. But he is a little older. He hasn't. He's you know he used to smoke. He drank a lot, so he's aged a little past yeah. his actual age. And we talked he, about the weird collarbone, the two. Yeah, yeah there's still physical things that you, even the hottest guy, will have a few things that you okay, can say about. Okay, so people think that I'm sexy, right? Because they only see the pictures uh, and stuff on the internet. I know the, you see the real me. Yeah. So right now, when you look at me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you started, and then you can add a few. But remember mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. want to be friends with me. So today, <laughs> you did help I me came out here, today. yeah, I came here from the gym. Mm-hmm. I am in gym clothes. I probably smell a little bit. Um, um, my hair is not even combed. It is its natural waves. It's flat and frizzy at the same time. I have zero makeup on, so I have like three quarters of two different eyebrow parts. <laughs> <laughs> that is, okay, that's the new look. The next party. What's, I have what's the theme? No makeup on. Um, now, if you saw me naked, which you have, I got a big old bush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have busted hips and I have cellulite and stuff like that. What else you got? That are gross things about me. I got a pooch. Yep. I gained yeah. a bunch of weight. I fucking edit that shit out in my <laughs> photos. 100%. Every time I do a thumbnail, I put like the, the, the caption above your belly. Because I know you'll, you'll say that you're going to, don't put that up. Oh, yeah. It was real bad at the last dromedary. So there are things I don't like about mm. myself. And I'm not unaware. I'm sure there's a much longer list. But if you hyper-focus on something, you could always find something to complain about. But if you look at it in generality. I got cellulite, but I got a big butt. Okay, so if somebody, if you're just like walking past, like if you look really like, if you knew where it came from and what you did. Yeah. Yes, you might have to take pause but walk through any bar eventually somebody will still pick you up right that's kind of like or not even that it's i i get more reaction than that unfortunately exactly but that's that's what we're saying but there's still gross things about me when we analyze the the things that we're we're talking about the thing that we don't like about the dude because we're stress testing the dude because we're stress we're stress testing the relationship Mm -hmm. because now we've been dating about three months and it's like okay we're not there yet. We hadn't had a conversation about like, 
are we dating other people or not? I'd only made it clear my weird dating thing, mm-hmm. which is like, I don't want to tie myself down too soon. And this is the first time in my life I'm actually dating someone at a regular pace, at a healthy normal adult pace this is extreme growth for me that i have worked very hard in like 10 years of therapy Mm -hmm. to be able to do and i'm doing it for the first time and for the first time in my life the person i'm dating is like i am smitten with you i want a relationship now and blah blah blah. so i don't know what he's telling his friends he must be telling his friends that but his friend listened to it and he's like he's my good friend he's gonna look out for me and you're talking about wanting a harem of men and i was Mm. like i did make that joke yeah and it i said that there was some truth to it yeah because i don't want to get locked down too soon so the the ironic thing about having this fight so we had this fight I walk in and he was real mad. You could tell real quick. He was like snippy and he kind of fought like a bitch. And by that, I mean like a woman, mm. which is unusual. Yeah. Um, and I was like really taken aback by it. I was not expecting that. Um, and so we poured over the details and I answered his questions and I owned it because I did say those yeah. things. And there are things I had told him before I had told him that I didn't want to be locked down into a relationship, but I've also been liking spending time with him so much that I hadn't been seeing anybody else. We were kind of talking about if I should to be reminded why I don't want to, because things have been so great with him now, but there's a couple hiccups. And now we're starting to think about like, where's this going? Mm -hmm. Do I want to be exclusive with him? Those types of things. And my therapist and you and some other friends said, maybe I'm self-sabotaging because it's been so good and he's so into me and he's so great mm-hmm. that maybe I'm trying to fuck it up. So if I go and I see that the grass is shitty on the other side, there is no fucking grass. When I come back. That's exactly what we talked about a, the last episode. That is what we talked about in the last episode. And so I told him that. And he was like, well, do you still want to sow your wild oats? Because that was another thing that we talked mm-hmm. about. And I was like, yes and no. Like, I didn't do all of the things on my sex bucket list. And yes, I want to do them. Do I want to jeopardize the relationship to do that? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the same with like the grass is greener on the other side, whatever. But basically, I just needed more space. I need a longer leash. I need time. Mm-hmm. I need to go at a slower pace than what his pace is right now because he's really excited about me. It doesn't mean I'm not excited about him. Yeah. I was really excited about him there for a couple weeks. And now I've slowed down a little bit, which, again, is healthy and good yeah maybe again maybe or maybe it means it's not going to work out i don't know again it's it's the 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 difficulty of being you know we cannot help but compare it with the the previous experiences where you know a guy you know if you're interested with the guy it goes at your pace but if you're not as interested by the guy it still goes with your pace but vice me? versa is true too. Yeah, but the, well, the thing is, the vice versa was a consequence, not uh, not the arrangement. Like going back to your ex, it was quite fast, right? Because you really, really wanted him. Yep. And it went your pace, and it was too fast. It was, and we fucked up again. But again, that's still a you still got engaged. You know, that's high level bullet point. Sure. Right? You still got engaged. You're still moving together at a pace where. Uh, a person who, like if I were in old men in old guy's shoes, yeah, if I'm looking at that, oh i you'll make me wait 
because now I'm seeing that you're still, yeah, even. I get what you're saying, but the old guy is like, that was too quick. Why would you do that so quickly? True. I mean, but that is because we've talked about this ad nauseum and I'm glad that we're still bringing it up in this particular episode because you have this weird thing about boyfriend and girlfriend and exclusivity. You keep on saying that you're only going to be, you know, exclusive once you get that ring in your finger, once you're engaged. I'm only going to promise. So here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to promise before I really mean it. And I don't want to promise. And I won't really mean it until I really am fucking sure. 100%. And after the last one, when I thought I was sure early mm-hmm. on, and when I did commit in a real, like a lot of people commit and mm-hmm. then they break up with them three months later. Like, that's not what I mean by commitment. That's true. Yeah. So I'm more committed when I make a commitment. Yeah. But yeah, that's the thing. Your, your, your ceiling is way, way, oh, sorry, sorry. Your floor is way, way high in terms of commitment. Yes. And then, but. But because, then it's like for life. Yeah, but your floor <laughs> is high, but your ceiling is close to the floor. So might as well just go to the fucking ceiling. You get me? And Kinda. then regular people, myself included, old guy included. Yeah. He's not asking for the moon and the stars right now. He just want to make he sure. He didn't even ask. Well, I mean, the idea of it is like when you're talking about his pace is right. very smitten with you, wants a relationship. With you. Again, the floor is low. I just want a relationship with you. I just want to, you know. You know, I and want it to be us to know one another. Exactly. But sometimes for like, if I'm looking at it in an objective server's view, with the things that you guys have done, the three months doesn't kind of align. It, it's not representative of sure, the things Sure, because we've done. done more. But exactly. we've met each other's friends. We've spent weekends. He flew you out twice. Flew me out twice. My he, cat's going to his house. A hundred percent. And I even, when we were in Jamaica. I talked to his sister on the phone, uh, like on FaceTime, really briefly, but apparently that was a big deal for him. And I met one of his coworkers, whatever, he's been to my workplace. So, yes, that's all true. Mm-hmm. But those are sort of outside things because the real things are getting to know the actual person, how their brain works, how they interpret yeah, okay. things. I, and that is still very much at three months. I, <laughs> I, I 100% uh, understand what you're meaning. But the problem here is. Those inside outside points that you're thinking, so I'm not looking at it at as those are all just data points. They're yeah. just more severe data points, like talking to somebody's family, uh-huh, meeting their friends. Those are big ticket stuff. Right. And then yes, you have smells and sounds and silences in regular getting to know right. your person. And you're right. A, those smaller things, like less severe, more normal, littler things that we talk about in yeah. a relationship, that takes, that can take three months, that can take 10 years. But at the 20 year mark, you're still getting to know that person. You feel me? Maybe. So you will always, always have more, thing, more little things to know about a person. Which is kind of, in my personal experience, like, I would girlfriend somebody after five, six weeks. Because at five, six weeks, the little things will always be the little things. But usually at five, six weeks, that's where I can start doing the big ticket stuff. Things that I won't be able to figure out about the person that I'm dating by myself. Me showing them my friends, bringing them to the things that I do the you know making working with them with the art that they make 
traveling with them. Those are the things that I can start. Right. And we did all of that. So you have all these big ticket things knocked off. Now you're going through the normal kind of things. It's I understand the certain frustration. I feel like you're thinking in the modern like hookup culture way of dating. And I'm like. That's just not fucking reality. That's not adult dating, like mm-hmm. the kind of dating we're going to do when we're 50, mm-hmm. which he's damn near 50. Yeah. And it's um, not the kind of dating that people did, you know, not that long ago before there were apps and, and computers yeah. in all of our no, pockets. I, I think so. I'm, I think I'm much closer. I'm I think in between you both in terms of what I want my next rela- or my relationships to be where. Sure. You know, I would want his side in terms of if I find somebody month and a half, two months, three months dating Mm -hmm. that I want to be a relationship with. I want to say I want to be a relationship with you. I don't want to date anybody else. But that's not to mean that I that's not mean that it's going to be marriage. It's a quicker step to marriage and living together. It's just the idea that can we take a little bit of time where it's just us functionally? That's what's happening with you and him right now. It's technically you're not dating anybody else because you haven't had time, right? Not even that. I dropped off. I mean, yeah, but I decided to not add in more people. 100%. So that's why this was so frustrating for me. So we had this fight. I walk in. He's fighting kind of like a bitch. And it was very (laughs) annoying. And we go over the points that he made. Um... The hair, oh, and fucking Google came up, of course. Mm. And he was like, oh, sorry, I'm not the best man. And so he had all these things and he was real. And am I dating other people? And I was like, well, he's like, well, we haven't had that conversation yet. I said, well, we did. And I told you on like our third date before we slept together, how I felt about those things. And like, I, it hasn't changed. Nothing's changed um, because we've been dating. And so. Then he kind of was like putting me on the spot, like, I need to know right now. And I was like, uh, and so I talked about, I was like, well, we were going to be going to Jamaica tomorrow. And he's like, wait, you're not going to Jamaica. And I was like, what? So I fully thought he was going to break up Mm. with me. And he was surprised that I thought that he was like, this is just an argument. And I was like, okay. Tickets are bought, bro. Yeah. But do you want to go with someone you're fighting with? I would. Oh, well, I mean, again, well, here's the arg- thing. argument, right? Yeah, he was individual. fucking mad the whole trip. Mm. He said he was going to be a little bit less mad each day. But the next morning, he w- first of all, he kept me up so late that night being mad at me, repeating everything he was mad about. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I know. And, and I just tried to own it and take it, right? Because, like, when you fuck up, all you can do is let yeah. someone sort of yell at you. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm not defending my actions. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, you know, I did say that. And, you know, um, but that's not pleasant. And since I have been in lots of abusive relationships, it felt a lot like that. And so I said to him, I was like, I don't understand what your friend was doing telling you this. Like, he sounds like a dick to me. Yeah. Well, again, a friend would always want. That He's friend. like, my friend is looking out. I said, but you mm. knew these things before. This isn't new information. Just the delivery system is different exactly. because it's his friend. Yep. And the way that I said it was different because it's a podcast. And then your friend filtered it through his brain and then filtered it I to you. I think it's more of like the idea that that friend will always look at him less now because... He's letting technically, well, not technically, but interpretatively, he's letting you do all of these things with him still around. He's letting me. Yeah. 
That's what I think. Like, no, I believe you. I just, I like think about that. Like that, I'm allowed to do these things. No, it's as not a grown woman. Not, he's letting me. It, it's it's the word between letting you. It's like if I went out, like if I'm going out. Like it out, says something about him. It says something about him that I. I'm I think still that going actually, out with a person. It says he's comfortable in the relationship to let me talk about it openly. It should say he's comfortable with himself and he, and that yeah, we no, have he, such he, honesty. So my annoyance he is, but he his friend looks at him less. Right. You feel me? Right. That's yeah, I totally feel you. But that's the thing is I got really mad. I'm like, why did you let him tell you anything about it? Why didn't you just say, I know she has a podcast and I'm cool with it. And uh, when he started to go into it again, be like, yeah, I told her, like, she's already I told me I don't want to know about it. I don't want to know. Yeah. Like, with the roommate, the roommate said something to me that day when I was there, and he was like, I'm leaving the room. I don't want to hear about it. Like, if you don't, if if we have had a conversation in our relationship, and he says, I'm perfectly fine with everything. I just don't want to hear about it. I'm never going to listen to it. And it's fine. Go in. Good, bad, and ugly. And then your friend starts to come to you be like, I know yeah. she doesn't. Yeah. So I was kind of like, I feel like I was trapped a little bit because you told me this was okay yeah. to do. I mean, you can't unhear things too. Like, I know he could have stopped being told what was there, but, you know, sometimes it just goes out and you hear it and then it's too late. So, yeah, that's true. Do you think that's a good friend or a bad friend? Because all that happened was it, like, kind of ruined what would have been a romantic fun trip. It, it, no, the thing for me is, like, it could be good or bad because, one— So, like, if you're—okay, I'm not cheating on uh -huh. him. Let's be really clear yeah. in case someone's listening. <laughs> um, and I He's have banging every—he's only—she's only being fucking the ass, so don't worry about it, guys. So, so um, you know, there's always that thing of do you tell your friend if you know— their partner is cheating on them if you see them on the dating app mm -hmm. right but in modern days you see someone's partner on a dating app they could have a poly relationship yeah. and maybe just not want to tell you yeah. or whatever but like it's usually the person who tells them that gets yelled at more than the cheater um because if there's a committed relationship like commitments mm -hmm. are challenging and there's a lot of compromise involved so do you think that is that a good friend or bad friend it's a, a, and for, it, unfortunately it's a good friend because the intent is always so here, no matter... But all it did was upset him when he was perfectly he fine is, with the circumstances. The friend was a dum-dum, 100%. But the intent has always been, I'm, protect, I'm trying to protect my friend. Right. Whether I am qualified to do so, if I have enough data to do so, sure. if it makes it better, it makes it worse, the friend wanted to help a friend out. And like for me, unequivocal, unequivocally, if... If, you know, my friend trying to help me out murders a child, uh -huh. it's still, you know, you know, even my friend helped me out. That's kind of what I think that was a really horrible example, but I hear yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. I hear so what you're trying to say. <laughs> I think the friend was dumb, though, for um, not not getting enough information. So back to your example about if I find my friend's girlfriend or boyfriend on a dating app, right? I will eventually let them know that I saw them on the apps, uh -huh. right? But I wouldn't just immediately just like screen grab it and send it to them. I'll find ways to investigate in a non-intrusive way. Sure. Like how are things? Like, I'm still getting it in or stuff like that. Yeah. And then if I feel comfortable enough to ask, like, hey, no offense. I am just like, I just be very curious. Why did I see your boyfriend or girlfriend in the dating app? Are you aware of this? Then I'll do it that way. I'm right. not just going to like 
even rattle if, off horrible things. No. So he did say that I, 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 it was like he took notes. It was weird. He said that I gave him credit for having a nice dick, which he appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember the other things, but I should because I heard about them the entire fucking weekend. Mm-hmm. So basically it ruined that night, kept me up really late. We were exhausted going to the airport the next day, mostly slept on the plane, got there. But it wasn't like joyous and excited because it was like awkward Mm -hmm. and then i we tried to say like we'll have a good time but he brought it up again on the plane the part about fucking google and i was like what do you want me to do i was like that was months ago i broke up with him like Mm -hmm. you know if you and here was the other thing that kind of came up throughout the weekend as we were talking about this because the body type and that whatever and i was like you're eight out of ten like that's really fucking good dude like most people are happy to get six dude i'm a six in a good day I'm ha- I mean, no, I'm, it's not. It's not a point scale. I'm not no, saying even, I'm a one to ten attractive. I'm saying like of all the things uh, someone uh, wants uh, in a partner, in a in a goodness of a person scale. Oh, also, he hates you now mm-hmm. because he heard what you said about him through the friend, and I'm like, how is this constructive in any fucking way? <laughs> Wait, what did I say that was? I was that he's not cool or something. Well, but I always well again. See, that's the thing because he didn't listen to. He didn't be- listen to it. I'm not cool. That's why I can't strike up a conversation. Yeah. That's more on my and, account. And, and it was funny because as he started to defend himself, he was like, does he realize I'd be the best winging man? And I was like, that's what I said on the podcast. So I went back and I listened to it before I went home that night. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about it. Then on the flight, we're talking about it again. And so in this whole conversation, he was like, I think you should go find the 25-year-old with the body and the da 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 I said, listen. First of all, I don't believe that guy's out there. I was planning on <laughs> leaning into my spinster dumb. Okay. Like I missed my window. It was when I was with my fiance is done. I would like got a cat. I'm going to be the old maid now mm-hmm. at this point in my life. Okay. Um, second of all, if I could 100% and I think everyone would do this. I would choose my ex's, my ex fiance's uh, body. I would choose, you got to make a note. Yeah. I would choose, go make your note. I would choose the um, Google's sex or maybe the sex that I had with this psychopath years ago. That was some great sex too. Or maybe my high school sweetheart. And then I would choose um, this current guy, the old guy. I love how sweet and caring he is and all sorts of things like that. But um, I don't know. I liked you know, some other guy's hands and some other guy, like if you could, you would weird science and the cooking, my ex's cooking was better, you know? Um, but he was more of a dog person. So I'd like to add the cat person. Like you would weird science, Frankenstein, the perfect person, if you could, correct? Of course. Everyone would do that. And so I said that to him and he was like, offended by it and I was like literally everyone would do that like maybe you think I'm amazing but there's some things about me you would like to change he's like yeah you're rude and I was like there you go so if you could you would take you know the good parts of my personality and you'd sub substitute the bad parts that's normal I'm not even offended by it like so it was just this weird conversation it kept going in circles and so the first day was not great but but it was okay because it was like the day after fight and we're in Jamaica. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah, I was going to say, we're going to have an let's argument. Let's make the best of it. Yeah. Okay. 
So the second day was pretty good. We had drinks. We're sitting by the beach all day. And we were like, wait, the water in Montego Bay is calm. There's no waves, which I was not expecting. I actually really like waves. So I was a little bummed by it. But we were just like waiting and cuddling in the water. And it was cute and stuff like that. And I was like in a decent mood. And we had 10,000, you know, hurricanes and whatever. And then we sat in the pool for a while. And I sat my ass for a while and stuff like this. And we had like a nice day. And in that nice day, oh, I should, I should go back. Actually, the first night we had the first night or maybe the next, no, we were too tired the first night. No, we had sex the moment we walked in the hotel room. Mm. That's what happened. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Cause that's certainly not something that other people have done. And then we went and we had dinner and we did other things. And, um, we might've had sex later that night or that morning. And then we have the cuddly thing, whatever, but he keeps bringing up the fight, but like, yeah, it hurts. I mean, it stinks. It's one of those things I you, get can't things. you can't unhear it. Mm-hmm. Which is why maybe the French be like, do you want to know what she's saying about you? Do you know what she like? Anyway. So, and he kept threatening to listen to it too. And I'm like, I kind of feel like if you heard it in my voice, you wouldn't even find it that offensive. Cause he knows me, right? Like the friend doesn't know how I talk. Now I'm thinking like, I'm being defensive now. because He's angry with me. I mean, I just don't like anybody not liking me. Right. But again, it makes you feel defensive. And then he's like, my friends can listen to it and I don't have a platform. And I was like, I don't know that I really care that your friends, because again, I assume people are smart enough to know the difference, but not everyone is. No, it's, I think it's, yeah, no, everybody is smart enough to know the difference, but nobody has enough time to actually get all the context. So you mentioned that one friend listened to one episode and gave the worst episode of all the ones we've done about him. But no, it's actually, no, I think the previous one was a little bit worse. No, the previous one, everything was glowing. Oh, okay. Well, the first one was a little like, yeah, no, but I'm just like looking at it as like, even, even that last episode, it was a little bit more damning in terms of actual review of the performance sure. of the old guy, but the context is always good. Like you know, he not him not being cool was not actually him not being cool. You you I remember that too because like now I I just re- recently listened to that as well, and you just mess, you said that like but he talks uh, talks to the he room that to anybody in the room he's yeah. always like so and I and I said like. He could get yeah. you to the members only clubs and like all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, like, yeah, but that doesn't mean that he can talk to me. Like, I mean, cause I am like engaged with just the actual people that doesn't need to be a social, not networking right. Uh, right. version. Like, so, but he didn't get that contact because he didn't listen to the entire right. thing. And so did his friend. And that's right. the thing with, and who's going to listen to the past six episodes right. about him too, right. and which is, which is the tricky thing about, where we bring in, I it, not in the past three or four episodes. I don't even think we've we've like broached this topic in hundreds of episodes that we've done. Is trust? Like right. he he he. Both of you are still getting to know each other. Yeah, you trust each other a lot, but not to the point and to the certain extent that. No matter what anybody else says about him or you, right. you're just going to be saying, like, don't worry about it. No. Right. We're not at that level yet. And I get that we're not at that level yet because we couldn't be yet. But that was where I got really disappointed with the situation because you, I felt like I was a little bit. It's funny because he was mad at me. He was entitled to be mad at me. Mm-hmm. He's not wrong. I did say those things. I said them harshly. Maybe it was meant to be funny. Maybe I was feeling mad at the time mm-hmm. because he didn't make me come that day or whatever. But like 
overall, I really like this guy, right? And I keep saying I think he's perfect for me. He's probably going to be my husband and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Again, I'm just saying, like... But, I, but it made me mad that he said that it was okay for me to talk about him yeah. fully, and mm-hmm. then he got mad at me. So I think that's, the, that's where, you know, I think for a while... Even this I. This is like when a woman says, "Do I look fat in this?" and the man feels trapped. Yeah. No, but like in in a, in a more generalistic sense, um, he was gaining my trust with all of the trust that he was giving you right. about all of these things. Right. You talked about other people in front of his face. Half he naked, was fine with it. Again, but you gave him. You, the benefit of the doubt. But also, you you, you prepped him. Hey, is it okay if I talk about all right. of these things? Whatever. So. He got you. He got uh, like you got his trust because you prepped him, right? He got your trust because he w- it was true to the moment. Like he wasn't listening to it. He wasn't cheating because despite this, it, it, if you can wade through, and I all felt of like the, he got it. I felt like he understands yeah, what I'm it, doing. And this was just now. I feel like he doesn't get it. It was a step back, and then I just want. Well, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe this was a friend where he really valued opinion, where he thinks that like I have, I have, I have one friend that I know. Whatever he says, I'm just gonna like. If he says it's a good movie, it's a good movie. I'm gonna watch it. I don't care. I don't need to listen or watch sure. everything. Like there's, I have friends like those where. If if you know, even if I, for example, he said like, oh, I don't want to know any, everything. I know I don't want to know anything. She already said that she talks weird or you know rudely on a podcast. But if the friend said like, I think you really need to hear what I say. Right. Maybe he had to. Maybe he had to. Maybe. maybe. Or the other hand, maybe it's also a, a moment of weakness because again, of course, it, you would be curious. I and I do get that too. Yeah. But now here's the thing: it kind of ruined the weekend. So was it worth it? Because when we had this fight the night before we left, he still wanted to date me. Well, I mean, he's again, and he did. And he kept saying, I can't. He's like, you were honest. So I can't be mad at you for being honest. And I'm like, of course, you could be mad at me for being honest. Well, again, mad doesn't mean you have to break up with the person. Again, he was right. It's right. just an argument. And then you're going to have a lot of more, uh, about other arguments about small and big things. And that's just part of being in a relationship. Right. So thank you, because that brings me to my next point. I don't want those parts of a relationship. So as much as I've been talking about how I'm ready, I know I've been talking about how I'm ready for a relationship. I'm ready to go on dates. I'm ready to go on trip. I'm ready to spend the night. I'm ready to have sex. You you just don't like you want to be a sugar baby. That's it. You know. No, I don't. I don't want that either because I love depth. But I'm not ready for feelings. So this is what I was getting to. So we had all those like hurricanes. We had sex twice, sort of that the first night, and I fucked up. I fucked up big John L because, you know, no matter what, I have to honor my thoughts and feelings and myself and my body and all of these things. Right. Mm -hmm. And I did not do that because I wanted the argument to be over and I had had a bunch of drinks. And so I said a lot of times I say really nice, sweet things that like our listeners wouldn't even believe I'd be so like sweet and romantic. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do when I'm drunk. And then the next day he sometimes repeats and I'm like, don't I didn't say that. And I'm like just being playful saying Mm -hmm. I didn't say it. Sometimes I just don't remember. But (laughs) like like I'm just like being sweet in the moment and I mean it. I'm not saying I don't mean Mm -hmm. it, but I don't want to like throw him back. It's like sexy talk. Like Mm -hmm. you don't necessarily have to repeat it when you're not having sex Mm -hmm. because it wouldn't be as hot. Right. Put your tongue in my asshole is not hot. Oh, it's hot. Any you can <laughs> first thing in the morning in a parent teacher conference say that. Oh yes, please. Okay, so I fucked up, and um, 
you know, we've been using condoms, mm. but I wanted the fight to be over and I wanted him to understand that I really like him. So I had sex with him without a condom. Okay, that why are we still hung up on that? That's fine. As long as you're... Because it didn't honor myself. It's not that it's not fine. We've both been tested. We're not yeah. sleeping with other people. But I shouldn't have done it because I didn't want to do it. I did it because I wanted the fight to be over. And that's fucked up. And the other reason that's fucked up is because it, like, brings people more into your web. And and I was not The only reason why I want a girlfriend because I don't want to fucking... I'm getting tired (laughs) of these fucking condoms now. Bro, I'm like... Yeah, not me. I want to use condoms until I'm, like, until my wedding night. So I fucked up. And then the next day, we had the 12 hurricanes, and we're in the pool, and we're cuddling, and we're cute, and we're in the other pool... And, you know, some lifeguard was talking to me while he walked away, but he came back over and he's like, oh, this is fine. And he's swimming. He likes the water and more hurricanes. And it was cute. And the sun and blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden slips out of his mouth that he's in love with me. I, I think he's been saying and showing that. He's well. been showing it, but he'd never said he said he was falling. But there's a difference between saying I'm in love. with. OK, there's a difference between I love you. Which I've said I'm to you, in love and, and I'm in love, in love with yeah, you, mm-hmm. and falling in love. Those I, are three different things. And he just went like full in with the in love, but then he took it back immediately. So apparently, when he said it, I had a face like a child that just yeah, found a candy shop. That, yeah. And then he took it back immediately because he also recognizes it's too soon. But those are his feelings. Three months. It is too soon because he doesn't really know me. So then we go back to the hotel room because now we've been flirting and snuggling and all this stuff all day. And I'm like, I want to fuck. Let's go back to the room and fuck. And then we'll shower and go to dinner. It'd be so fun. So we get in the shower together and it's our first time showering together. And I, of course, because I have to make things funny because I... I'm trying to be funny. I like, you know, really soaked up his ass crack and stuff like, like just ridiculous stuff that I do. But I also like was nice. And I like sudsed his hair and like did all the things. And then he washed me and I like bend over and I'm cute, whatever. And then as we're getting out of the shower, he's like, yeah, I think you should fuck a 25 year old. And I was like, it was like a record scratch. I'm like, what? Mm. We were just having this nice, sexy time leading to sex outside of the shower. It, and I was like, why would you say that to me right now? That was my reaction. We had both had a lot to drink, both smoked pot, like whatever. But I was like, why would you fucking say that right now, dude? Like we were having, we had a great fucking day. I understand those thoughts pop up, but that's just yeah. when you like shut your fucking mouth. Sometimes though, you know, it has a mind of its it own. It ruined the day. So then we fought and then he's like yelling at me in fucking Jamaica and we're out on the thing. And I was like, I don't understand. I was like, and I said this to him. I was like, you told me. You didn't just say, like, yes, it's okay. He encouraged me to share all of my thoughts raw and uncensored. And now you're yelling at me for that. And I was just like, I like, I kind of feel like this is unfair. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I mean, I can understand both sides where I totally it's wrong. Like, that's not the time and place or literally after somebody gave me. In the Philippines, that's what a, a sing it wash is. A what wash? Sing it is this connection <laughs> between your hips and butt. Okay. Right? Right? So in, in, uh, in saunas, in the dirty saunas in the Philippines, uh-huh. like, 
here you have happy endings after yeah. a massage. Yeah. There you go to a sauna where they body scrub you, and that's part of the seeing it wash where they can like go into your butt. I don't want a salt scrub in my ass crack. No, that no, no, like, painful. No, it's no, it's just that you're, they're soaping you up, like what you did okay. to him. So that that's you know after getting a. When seat, I go to the Philippines, I don't want to go to a place that does that. No, that's only for boys, uh, not men. Boys. Um. Uh. When when right after you've had your insides soaked up and you know sexy time that's not the time to do jokes about it wasn't a joke yeah. he was mad in that moment what happened so, just like he's just snapped. he just snapped yeah. and that's what was so weird and then my response to it and he was like oh Ugh. so we have this fight and then it was getting so late because the fight kept going and i was like well i need to eat something because the restaurant's gonna close and whatever so then we went and had a dinner where like i didn't even want to look at him i was wearing my happiest yellow dress and feeling the most <laughs> sad and i'm sure it was palpable from the people around us and then he like didn't want to eat anything but i was like you have to eat something and so we're sitting there miserable to the point where i started throwing peas in his mouth because it was like Passive aggressive was a way of showing my frustration and making him eat vegetables because he doesn't. And I was just like frustrated and I just didn't want to talk anymore. And I was like, Look, can we just like stop fucking talking about it? like I w- he was like, do you want to go by yourself? And I'm like, no, but kind of. But no. But so anyway, so we go to dinner and then I don't know what we were going to do. Like one night we like sat by the pool and it was cute and stuff. And this time we're just like wandering around, not knowing what to do. Cause we're just like both so fucking angry. And we went to go see whatever the entertainment was that night. And then I was just like, I was depressed this whole situation that night. I wasn't depressed the first time I was like, I felt like I was in trouble. I felt guilty. I felt bad. I, was questioning should we keep doing the podcast is the podcast detrimental to me finding a partner Mm -hmm. which again i I asked him i was like you want me to stop he's like no i don't want you i'm like i don't understand then and he Mm -hmm. put me on the spot and he's like do you want to see other people and i was like no and he's like do you want to keep seeing me and i was like i think so (laughs) (laughs) well very enthusiastic no but in my head you know but i was like yes but like I don't know because I need time to process it. And now there's this whole thing that happened. And so I finally just said to him, I was like, I just need to take a walk. Like I just needed to step away from it. I needed a few minutes to myself to process. I am not an extrovert. This is a new relationship. This was like day five of being together or four of being together nonstop. Um, And I just needed a minute. So I went for a walk. I went down to the beach. I found a chair. I was just like looking at the water trying to gather my thoughts and process how I felt. And he followed me. Now, in the past, I would want a guy to follow me. Like, if I'm mm-hmm. upset, I'm like, ah, and I slam the door. Then That's I wanted it. to open it and be like, it's okay. It's like, and no, hug no, me no, and no, no, no. Just like, put you clo- hold you closer. Yeah. Again. But in this case, I actually wanted space. Oh, and the fact it. that he followed me, I found so annoying. Yeah, well, again. And it- again, he's doing everything I've ever wanted. But I'm finding it annoying right now that he's doing it. So then, so he followed me. And then we have another long conversation on the beach, like so fucking long. And then it started being cute. I started being like, eventually I sort of warm to it. I'm like talking, whatever. And I was like, okay, I'm really tired. Can we just please stop talking and go to bed? Like, I am a woman. And I was like, could you please stop talking? Like, I just, I need to think. I need to process my thoughts. So we go back to the room to do that. And he still fucking talked. He talked more and more and more. And then I was falling asleep and I'd be like, finally, just like drifting into sleepy land on vacation when you're supposed to sleep Mm -hmm. a lot. And he'd say something else. And he did that like four times that night where he kept like I was just falling asleep and he'd say something. You're you're processing it by processing it. He's processing it by 
airing it on. It's it just such a role reversal. Yeah. yeah, but it seems like it's it's. And it's, I literally said to him, I don't mean to, like we can talk about this more, but just can we go to sleep tonight? Can we just stop talking about it tonight? Like I just need time to process it. I made a list of the things to talk to my therapist about. Like just please some time because after last week's episode and before all of this happened, I told him I need some more space. Doesn't mean I wanted to stop seeing him. Just felt like a little smothered by the whole situation. Just want to take things a little slower. Just, you know, maybe not spend every weekend, the whole weekend, not fall into this pattern. Like just give me a little more space. Mm -hmm. And then this happened. I felt more and more smothered. And I said, I needed to walk and he walked and he Mm -hmm. followed me. And then we go to the room and I'm like, can we please stop talking? Like I would never say that to someone. That means I really need to Mm -hmm. be done. Mm -hmm. And I was tired. And if we keep going over it, you know, then you start to say things you don't even fucking mean because you're just like pouring over it and it's late and you're tired or whatever. I learned that lesson with exes, like stop talking, go Mm -hmm. to sleep, wake up, deal with it again. He couldn't do it. And then he woke up the next day and he was mad. He'd had dreams. So then he went for a walk and it was a whole thing. And so finally on the last day, we kind of, so then the next day I woke up and I was mad. So he had been mad the first two days and I was mad Mm -hmm. this day because of all that. And I just needed time to process it and he couldn't give me any time. I had no time to myself. And so then I was kind of, and he, then he was like in a great mood and he could tell I felt bad. And he was like, what can I do? And I'm like, I just need time to process. Mm -hmm. And so then on the last fucking day, we finally kind of got it together. We were more on the same page. We'd had sex pretty much every day, had great orgasm. We talked, there was a lot of intimacy where we learned a lot about each other. He didn't understand that I only ever dated assholes and so it's also like I don't know how to communicate like an adult and like do any of these things because I'd been conditioned over the years of dating douchebags for so long and so that's great but it was just like too fucking much it was too intense I needed a longer leash and I needed more space and more lightness and fun because I've been through so much the last couple of years. I've been through so many horrible mm-hmm. relationships. It's only three months in like that stuff would make sense like six months down the road or over the course of the next three mm-hmm. months. But to smush it all into one weekend, I came back fucking exhausted. So we, the last day was great. And then we got on the plane at the end of that day. And there was like two things leading up to that that were really strange. We had to check out of our room, but still had time on the beach. So, you know, they have like a courtesy shower area, like locker rooms mm-hmm. where you can. So we were doing that and I, I left him on the beach. He had to go back for something. And I said, I'll meet you there after we both shower. And then I took our towels back and I got the deposit back and I went and I was starting to shower. And then I was like, oh, I got to use the bathroom. There wasn't bathroom there. So I went across the lobby to the bathroom and then I was rushing back to get in the shower because I had already knew he was like going to be done. Mm -hmm. And I saw him then in the lobby and he called my name and I turned and I was still in my bikini. So it's clear that I hadn't showered yet or done anything. And I was rushing Mm -hmm. because we got to get to the airport now. And I'm like 15 minutes behind where I wanted to be. And he's like following me to talk to me about the text messages, about the towel, about getting in. And I was like, I don't like Uh just stop. I told you I would meet you when I was done. And there was something about that I found so fucking irritating. Why are you chasing me? Tell me about a text message. It doesn't fuck. I was just Uh making sure he had a towel. Like, you know what I mean? And so he's like, and I was like, why is that so annoying? But it just felt so smothering to me. And then we get on the plane and we're across the aisle from one another. And on the plane several times again i'm just trying to sleep hmm. and he'd say something to wake me up and he reached across the aisle to hold my hand which is so fucking cute right but it yeah, woke right. me up 
up. Yeah. And it finally mm-hmm. got to the point where I like flicked my hand like this, like stop. <laughs> Because it was so fucking smothering at, mm-hmm. at a time when I had said, I need to take things a little slower. So it was the exact mm-hmm. opposite of what we needed. It should have been, had the, conver- had the friend not called him after the last weekend, wasn't great. That's okay. That happens in new things. We're still learning each other. We're mm-hmm. still learning how to fuck each other and communicate and do all those things. Had that not happened, we would have had this romantic Weekend away, it probably would have brought us a lot closer, mm-hmm. probably would have still had a lot of the intimacy, but better because there wouldn't have been this like dark cloud over the whole thing. Yeah. And I think, you know, or the entire experience, he was overcompensating a lot of things. Probably. Right. Like he, he got, I think like if it were me, I'd be rushing too. I mean, I, you know, my recent dates, the, the first sign of their not being as interested as me, I'm out. Because I, I don't have time to bullshit anymore. I'm tired. Right. I really just have to but have sex too. with condoms. But here, for on his end now, is like, we had an argument. I'm hearing all of the things that he was deficient in, of course. And he's not hearing the things that he was proficient in more. Right. Then, there you go. Now he's rushing, translating to smothering, translating to... For, for, for you, it's smothering. For him, it's like, I'm... Every other girl would have wanted the guy that would always run after them and talk to yes, them, right? Yes, and normally I would. And exactly. so that's the interesting thing. Like, why is, he's doing the things that I want. He is the person that I want, mm-hmm. and I'm pushing him away. So what the fuck is that about? And then today, mm-hmm. so he asked if I was going to stay at his house last night, and I was like, no, I got to get home. I could not wait. I needed to breathe. Mm-hmm. And he asked me, because he says all the time, like, sick me yet? You still like me? And he knows he comes on strong sometimes with yeah. texting. And I was like, no, I'll let you know. Well, now I've let you know that I need space. And he's still, mm-hmm. t- so he put me in a cab last night. I got home. He sends me a text. Like, had a nice weekend. Okay, that's fine. I sent him a text too. Then today, good morning. How are you? Like, I said to, so he said, are you sick of me yet? And I said, I'm sick of everyone. That was my response. Now, yes, I was kind of sick of him. Not because I don't mm. like him. It was just too much time, too much yeah, smothering. Just, again, everybody wants some time to themselves. You might want a little bit more than him right now. Right. That's fine. And I want to talk to my therapist and process all of this. So I also need some time just with my head to fucking, I need to go to the gym a few times. Like I need to talk to my friends about it. I just need to fucking process what the fuck just happened because it was so much information in just a few days. Mm. And I told him that. I said, I just need a day to be at home and do nothing, which I could not do today. Um, and yet he's still texting me and I'm like, I said I needed space. I took the walk. I am communicating the things I need in the kindest of ways because I like Mm. this guy. And this morning when I woke up, I was like, I can't deal with this much drama. Like saying, I just want like all the nice parts of a relationship. Of course, everybody wants that. And even in the weekend, I said to him like, what if I'm not ready? Like I want a relationship, but I'm not ready right this fucking second. Mm -hmm. I might be ready in three months time, but like, just give me a longer leash, a little bit more space. If I want to go on another date to be reminded why you're so wonderful. As long as I'm not going to fuck him or whatever, like, what do you even really care? And he's like, well, then I'll date someone else too. I'm like, you can, if you want to fucking go do it. But it, the way he said it, it sounded like a threat. And it's just like, it's the opposite of what I need. So this morning I was also like, I was almost like, maybe I just need to break up with him. Because what I was pondering before is like, is this working or not? And obviously this weekend didn't work. He didn't break up with me. But then it's like, well, I'm just reacting to the I fight. did it or not maybe it was 50 50 good and bad instead of there was lots of right but but it's just like too much drama where like i would rather be alone than deal with this much drama in my life and like headache okay and then so i love hearing that statement because just 
you know, you might be right. Maybe you just, you, maybe you prefer to be alone with your cat, with but nobody. But you know that's not true. Exactly. That's why you have to look at yourself. This is the price you have to pay for decent people that actually want to talk to you. Because turn back the time a year and a half, two years ago, this was the exact same thing that you were asking other people. It's just like every time that we are given the things that we want, we find things to complain about. I know. And it's fine. If you really want to complain, you really, I'm not even going to say it's self-sabotaging. You just might have a different taste. Maybe. Well, and then I was wondering if, because what my fiance had said to me when we broke up was like, you know, he just would rather be alone. He wanted an easy life. And now I'm like, oh my God, I sound like that. Maybe. And maybe, maybe now you've seen both sides. You've seen. But I'm, but I also feel like I finally started to come in my power as a woman because the thing that happened in my engagement was I was bending over backwards to try to accommodate whatever my fiance said. He didn't like the couch. We had a new couch. He didn't want to do the dishes. I just did the dishes. Like literally we'd have a fight. I would be mad about something. And so we would have an argument and then I would end up apologizing, even though he had clearly done the thing. <laughs> I would just apologize because I just wanted to be happy. So I feel like now I'm finally being like, no, I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to go to that place. No, like, and I'm not being, it sounds bratty or spoiled, or but it's like, no, like I have opinions. There are things I want to, I need to honor my own thoughts. Mm-hmm. I need to honor because I have been in abusive relationships yeah. and I'm also a woman. And so that was the other thing that was really interesting about this was all the things he was talking about, about like not being super attractive and blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, so your ego was bruised because you were told something. I said, women deal with that every fucking day. Mm-hmm. And the fact that a man who is a very confident man mm-hmm. couldn't take it. I was like, who cares? Like women are told that constantly, Again, I constantly don't... by the people we date, by our parents, by our friends, by society, by every fucking ad on television. Like I, I know that we joke about the fragile male ego and you have to deal with it a lot as a petite man okay. and an Asian man, um, which you've talked about a lot on the podcast, but I just couldn't believe that he couldn't take a little heat. I, it's not about the heat. I, I, I the lid, the very little thing I, is about I know about him. It's again, I don't think it's about the looks. I don't think about the physicality. I just think that you don't like him as much as he likes you, and that is far more scary than any handsome guy out there. For him, yeah, or for me, for both of you. Like for him, is scared. Like despite everything. You finally get the girl that you're fawning over for years and years and years. Yeah. You finally get both the the trophy, but also the person you like them both. Yeah. Surprisingly. Kind of, <laughs> right? right? I would get, <clears throat> excuse me, I would get stupid too. Because that's, I, I'm, it's weird because this is exactly what had happened with the architect. I barely knew her. Uh, she dumped me twice, but if she texted me tomorrow, I'd fucking run and mm-hmm. lick the soles of her feet because there's just something about that person that will make me go against every single thing that I know is, should be right in the quote unquote regular course of dating people. Because sure. in the end, if we're just going to go to the regular course of dating people, then I, I don't want a regular person. Right. I want the fucking person that makes me go weird. Okay. Well, so this morning I was definitely feeling that way. And now I've had some time to myself to process. I went to the gym and I thought, so instead of saying that, which would have made for a really great podcast and then come back next (laughs) week with the resolution, but 
gotta be careful now. <laughs> I'm gonna talk to him yet again and be more clear that I just need a little bit more space. Just a break. I need a few days just with less texting, and I'm not gonna go to the party tomorrow, and I'm not gonna do the thing on what I just need some time to myself okay. until I can talk to my therapist, until I can process my thoughts, feelings, you know, whatever about this whole thing, and then we can have yet another conversation about the same fucking thing and get to a place because I do actually really like him. I think if I broke up with him, I would really regret it in not very much time. Uh And I do think he's perfect for me. So you're talking about breaking up and stuff like that, but yet you're not in a relationship. Apparently you're not boyfriend and girlfriend. So why are you breaking up with a dude? You still, what the options are that are ghosting no i'm just saying like it's, I know it's your weird fucking labels bro i think you're it's a lack of labels bro well well again. because labels mean fucking nothing bro it's just a little bit more of yeah i'm not a big fan of labels but a little bit of structure is good but also i think the moment that you let him see your apartment because that's something that you don't do yeah to never anybody. yeah that's already like leaps and bounds something. Yeah, and meet all my friends. Yeah, and in the end, it's like, you know, that's your boyfriend. You're fucking married. You're arguing about him. You already have a kid, Mabel, that is, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's, you know, whatever. This is just. But it, this was stressful. This was not fun. And it's kind of, you know, it's funny because we had, we struggled with our timing the first uh-huh. weekend, the first like hookup time. And we struggled with our timing last weekend with the um sex stuff mm. because i wanted to do stuff when he didn't and now we struggled with our timing on this vacation but yeah, a lot of sex and we did have a lot Jamaica. of sex i did blow him successfully this time um for the first time like to completion mm. uh yeah so again, it's, he it's, told me he was in love with me. It's not 80-20. It's 50-50 good and bad, I guess. But the overall feeling when I got back was like, oh my God, what the fuck was that weekend? You're exhausted. Jamaican me crazy. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Horrible pun. That's a that's the title of this episode. Okay, no, Jamaican me crazy. Oh, I fucking... Is there a better... Okay, you can fix it. Oh, well, that's the only pun with Jamaica in it. And... You know the weirdness, but yeah, New York. You're so if you're Jamaica just, was fine, but like there wasn't really stuff to do where we were. Like I don't know what we would have done off the. I wanted to do stuff off the resort, but oh, I would have just like stayed. I'm so it excited. Was, when it was I only go, a few days, so I have less than a month left. I will be in the Philippines. I'm there so will be jealous. three days that we were going to be just pretty much the same thing that you guys did. Yeah, we're just going to be in resort with my entire family for three days. Nice. I'm so fucking excited. Are you going to get the weird anal scrub? Uh, no, that's for boys. I <laughs> but I am going to get a massage almost every day. I'm going to yes, get a body scrub. Yes. I'm going to, I already have uh, a pre-Christmas party with my friends, a Christmas party with my friends, and a post-Christmas party with my friends. And then two, uh, I am so stoked. And I just realized, or it was just told to me, that the Amazon ads team has an office in the Philippines that I may be on my move to because this place sucks. Really? I mean, I'll need to know where that office is and get to talking, but Hmm. yeah, we'll see. Uh, I'm just, I'm just literally crawling to the finish line. Yeah. And it's weird. We just came, like, we're both. This year went so fast. And I haven't, I haven't rested this much in long. I was very rested last week. Work was not bad. 
was regular. I was leaving at 5.30, 6 o'clock. Good for you. Right? That's real progress for right. John L. 100%. Pro- I, I barely worked Friday. I worked only till like 10, 11, and Thursday, Thanksgiving. <laughs> Did not work the entire weekend at all. I made videos. I put a review video up. I, you know, I bothered you about fixing these things. I'm planning shoots. Yeah. Like, I'm like... Everything should be good, but now it's like I just want to get to that. I just want to get to the end of the year now, and nothing's gonna change after the end of the year. We all come back. We all go come back to work. Sure, we're all good. It's just like SSDD, same shit, different day. But okay, that's what life. Did is. you have any dates? No, no, no. Did you get laid? So it's weird. So this is the first week that I have not had a date. I typically do like one or two new ones a week. So I, w- I had a one scheduled. She got sick and she hasn't replied back. So maybe she just ghosted. It's been a, I know the last episode we were saying was a slump. It's worse than a slump now because one. So no hump slump. No, not even. I, I texted one of my fubus. She was, she's, it was my fault. Like I was, you know, thinking about it, like looping back to your being smothered. Um, I texted my Park Slope Fubu, and she said it's not great. It's not a great time because you know, she works in audio for film and TV. Thanksgiving, lots of specials, lots of set, lots of projects, etc., okay. etc. Et so it's like it's not a good time for her. It's very busy. So I texted her maybe twice in a week, and then after the second time, so not only did she not show up both times. But or did not reply both sure. times. But the second time she was like, um, like I said, I'm a little too busy. Um, I don't think I'm going to be uh you know, I'm not gonna answer any bad signals for for you for a long time. And that was okay. it. So I lost a Fubu. The Asian girl that I was dating, which I thought was cute because we work actually right. her company works for me. Okay. Um um just out of the blue, like I texted Happy Thanksgiving and then texted back. Uh, I don't think uh, there's anything. <laughs> I don't think there's anything romantic that's going to happen between us, but I would love to be friends. On or, Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah. Oh, Thanksgiving that's morning. A hard. Uh, and well, we, we both knew that we both didn't celebrate Thanksgiving. Sure. Cause like, okay. you know, and it's like, um, but she wanted to be, she wanted to continue as friends and. Uh, or professional contacts and then the, the the what pissed me off is the reason why I, I like dating her because she was in it like so i'm not we, the reason why we when i texted her she wanted to meet her right away she wanted to have a couple of dates within the week i got right. quick because like we're looking for partners we're not yeah. dating around to get you know we know what we want and if you know if you're not going to be dating we, we don't need it's like perfect sure. i have too many friends I am like falling behind my hanging out right, with right, friends right. card. I don't need no new friends. And she knew that. And then she gave me the line, which leads me to think like she's full of shit. Yeah. But she's also, full of shit. Yeah, she's just being nice. That's a nice way to let yeah, someone down. Yeah. But I'm just like, I usually am like, I, I, because I have a no ghost policy where I would always reply with something uh, finite at the end, like sure. either. Text me when things free up or sure. no, thank you. I've got too many friends. Yeah. It's the first time I just didn't even reply. That's fine. Right? And then, uh, no, so I haven't had dates. I haven't got late. I lost a FUBU. Um, 
making room in your life, Janelle, for someone to come along. For I, That's all it is. I am And hoping. you said on the last podcast that you just wanted to get to this trip. You're too busy anyway. After you get back, New Year starts. New Year, new pussy. What? What? I I figure, but also like what you were mentioning. Weirdly, I'm. I might look like I'm very cool by myself all the time. I'm not. Like I always. Oh, I know. But because like there's always somebody that I can hang out with. Like I can always like. And that's what I told him. I was like, Janelle, like won't even. You show up late to things because you aren't comfortable mm-hmm. sitting there by yourself yeah. waiting for me, for example. Um. And you like to have like almost like a group. You want to be like a groupie, you like to organize things so that there's a bunch of people around yeah. you. It's got to be you got to be part of a, like a party. You can't just be you. That's not good enough for you. Well, I mean, you're recording like, a show and you're working and you're like, you want to come with me? So I'm not like, yeah, I, 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 I'm much more of a lone wolf in that way. It's not that I, I'm like a social butterfly. It's just like I am socially awkward people don't realize i am i've always told i people's like no it's like fuck yeah i i don't talk to strangers i don't pick I don't people think, up i think you're just introverted i don't think you're socially awkward yeah, yeah. well socially awkward i mean it was way. a little hard for us to build our friendship in the yeah. beginning no but like even with old guy i'm not cool yeah well i'm like even with gold guy i the socially awkward is highlighted because again I can't start a conversation if we're just gonna talk about so it's not really that he's uncool it's that you're bad at I am, making friends. I am. Uh, no, that's the total opposite. I have too many friends is the problem. Yeah, but like uh, you're bad at making new friends. I'm bad at making new friends. I'm bad at small talk. I'm bad at networking. You have bad social skills. 100%. So it's not about how cool you are no. or how cool he is. Because I would say there are some things about either of you that someone finds cool. Yeah. Sure. Um, so it's just you have bad social yeah. skills and it's highlighted by meeting someone who has really good social skills. Yeah, and and I call it that not networky, small talky things. I talk down on it because I'm not good at it. Right. Like some people look sort of at like that how as we an make asset. fun of all dating things because we're bad at 100%, it. Hundred percent. Right? <laughs> all these people that are fucking posting their vacation with their with their significant other and picnics and, and romantic shit. We're like hold, holding hands gross. like ew gross. He talked he was like, I want to have an emotionally mature adult conversation i'm like you're disgusting Disgusting. get out of here put your finger in my butt and let's call it a day and uh what we call this like uh, um whenever we see those you know tiktok couples like disgusting stupid kids but i really really want to do a a couple seconds but again the past so that's why we poo poo it and make fun you go to a wedding, you're like, oh, they're going to be divorced in six months because you're jealous as fuck. 100%. I'm like, I literally, so one of my, uh, one of my ex who's, uh, um, who's married now, I've been posting a lot of re-edited shots that I took a long time ago because I'm, I'm really want, I'm wanting to do more shoots, partly because I want more art and more content, partly because I want more hot chicks around. Mm-hmm. I'm really going to try to connect with them in a way that i look cool um um so she started she kept on liking my photos and commenting on some of the photos and i haven't been replying the past maybe two years because she got married and she's hot she's like i really wish like i did not i wish i jumped on it a little bit sooner right like i like um i i wish that i invested much much more okay um and the food (laughs) i literally just texted this afternoon it's like still married right it's like 
Don't worry, you're the first guy that I'm gonna call if if things happen. It's like funny. Okay. Can I do anything? <laughs> That's also a weird thing to say if you're married though. Okay, so if you're listening, if you are a woman and you like video games and you like a good time. Watching movies, scary movies, uh nerdy D&D. movies, D D, Marvel Comics. 401k, a Roth. He's account. got yeah, he's got good insurance. He's got savings to buy a house. He has a l- family that's very wealthy in the Philippines. <laughs> so you get to travel. Mm. You could live there. You could live on the compound. Or maybe, you know, there's just other benefits for being a part of that family. Yeah. You can have um uh, half Asian babies. Which are one usually... one and a half. It, yeah, usually, one and a half half asian babies yeah. um and usually very good for you're smart um ish and mm-hmm. uh how tall are you five six? five six you have to be comfortable dating a man who's five six who does not like blowjobs yeah um look at that you can just sit on his face 100%. and he has a reputation for making people squirt yeah. and being so good that they refer their friends for fucking um mm-hmm. he's completely able to be uh monogamous yeah preferably if, monogamous preferably monogamous um you know how weird that sounds that we have really to say easy, that nowadays it is weird right um and you know pretty easy to please as far as like food and drinks go and where cool. you go he's down with whatever he's down to try new things like travel new bar road travel trip. oh yeah he loves to road trip he was good he can drive which is rare in new york Got a car he let me sleep on our road trip mm-hmm. um he does snore a little bit but that means mm-hmm. if you snore you're good yeah. um and he has a cat so he likes cats do you like dogs too? Yeah, prefer cats though. Prefer, well, no, prefer domesticated animals. But you have to like cats. Yeah, you have to. And he not has a car, a so he'll mm-hmm. go on weekends places. Anything else I'm missing? I think that's good. I'm, I'm God fearing. He's no, happy no. to provide for you and take your pictures 100%. and stuff, make content for you. So again, okay, I can be the breadwinner. You can be the artist. How old now? Fuck. Wait, let me calculate. I turned 39 last month. Okay. And you would date women in what age range? Minus seven plus five. 30 to 45, let's say. Yeah. 30 to 45. I dated a 26 year old this year. God damn. Yeah, that's weird. Let's not. Don't. I'm trying to sell you right now. You're fucking it up. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Um, and he did get a cleaning lady, so that's happening cleaning now. Cleaning service. Cleaning service, sorry. Multiple ladies and or guys sometimes. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and he works from home. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if that sounds interesting to you, mostly I would say the nerdy thing I think is most important mm-hmm. and wanting a family and a relationship. Yeah. Um, a real emotionally stable and mature relationship is what we're going for. Yeah. Hopefully you're hot too, because, you know, wouldn't hurt. Yeah, but when he says that, his standards are totally different than other people's. That's true. So I wouldn't even include that. So anyway, if that's what you're looking for, <laughs> send us an email at paradeofdicks at gmail.com. If you are friends with the old guy, please know that I really like him. And maybe Aww. you could not ruin it by mm. taking my jokes much too seriously. Uh, and again, I, I understand the sentiment. But also, he's annoying sometimes. Anyone is annoying sometimes. He can't be perfect and again, you're a good friend for trying it out, but also you're a bad friend for ruining our fucking for trying. weekend. Well, go on again. There would have been so much more sex otherwise. It could have been something different. I'm always like, the point is like, if, if nothing happened, it would have been something different. 
Maybe that was the fire that made you made him fuck you more. No. Right. Okay, we'll get we'll, Oh, we can get into that in the next episode mm-hmm. though. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.